Hey, and welcome to another edition of the Rugby Report. Uh, no rugby this week, but a huge announcement with obviously the World Cup squad. Um, excited to listen to uh, to Blake and Jim today. So, uh, and we are all back together again. How are you, boys? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Slightly disconcerting that you two are in the uh, same room. When was the last time that happened? Last week on the pod, mate. Did yeah, we got together. Yeah, I heard there was, there was some rather uh, disparaging comments, I'm sure, throughout, yes? Um, and how do you say there's no rugby on the weekend? I think England got spanked again, didn't they? Yeah, no, they actually won. Great research as always, Blake. <laughs> did they? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Cutting edge research. You, you got one on the Colombians too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it's been, uh, been, a, been a good weekend. Hey, look, England... Obviously played Wales last night, did win. Um, Owen Farrell got sent off in the new bunker rule. We had a yellow and then upgraded to a red. So he'll probably miss the first round uh, against Argentina in the World Cup. So that would be interesting. He's up to six games because he did one earlier this year. He had a four-gamer and got a game off because he did tackle school. So he's up to... What the fuck's that? Is that like driving? You can get a tackle school. I think he's up to six games, which unless... They can mitigate it down, and I'm sure they will. There's surely some sketchiness going on there. I think he misses all the pool games. We'll, we'll wait and see. I'm not sure. I'll take your word Pretty for it. Pretty good research, that, Richard. Yeah, it's cutting-edge shit, mate. Pretty good. It's, it's been due his first time in five years, but there we go. Uh, yeah, let's just jump straight to the uh, to the World Cup squad. Jim, how are you feeling about it? Because there's been a lot of chat, pros, cons. How are you feeling about it just generally before you look at individual players? Um, look, it could be stronger, absolutely. But um, we're not going to win the World Cup, man. There's no two ways about it. It's just not in the success criteria for our World Cup campaign. So I'm not too disillusioned. I'm I'm into it. I'm into whatever they think's going on. I'm in for Eddie. I've decided to sign up and drink it all as I go through it. So I'm not too disheartened. Queuing on right there. Um <laughs> I, I look. I'm gonna. I want to caveat because I think everything after this statement will probably be negative because the squad is fucking batshit crazy. Um, but I want to caveat with the point. Congratulations on the blokes that are selected. I fully support you, and I want the team to do incredibly well. And I'm, sh- I'm sure. I'm not, but I'm, I'm sure Eddie must know something, um, and there must be a reason behind his methodology. With that said, the, the the contradictions in this fucking team are absolutely bonkers, absolutely bananas. You're going to a World Cup with 10 blokes that have never won a test match, 10 blokes that have never won a test match of rugby going to a World Cup. You've dropped guys that didn't even play a game. They just toured around with you everywhere and then you've dropped them for guys from outside of the squad. You've made people come back to play and then cut them. Um, it, it's just absolutely fucking crazy. And and if you listen to the tape, and we were on here six weeks ago, I think after the Springbok loss, saying, fuck it, just pick the young pups, let's go. It, I, it would have made sense to me then if you pick the young pups. And they at least had three games to build some cohesion and continuity and partnerships. But the fact that... At best, you could say they played against New Zealand. Um, they've had one game together and now they're going to the World Cup. Like if it was part of a master plan 
Why wasn't it enacted six weeks ago? Needed competition. And you could have had them in the training short. And I just don't buy, this is my Trump analogy with Eddie, which is whatever he does, people who want to believe in the Wallabies, which is which is all of us, but the people who drink in the Kool-Aid, Be careful whatever he does, it's, it's mind games. It's genius. It's so clever. Whatever he does is genius and clever. Um, it doesn't matter if he kept the old guys. That's genius. It doesn't matter if he cut them. Yeah, we need new blood. That's genius too. It, it wouldn't matter what he did. It's genius. Um, and I think the way sport is, they will be right if he performs. And if if they don't, he'll look like an idiot, but he'll probably drop them all again and then he'll be a genius so we can drink the coffee. Well, the again. genius tag comes with win-loss, man. It's a, win, it's a results-based business, unlike Trump. Well... <laughs> it's kind of similar. No, Eddie will stop the count regardless of how we go. And, and then I guess the results-based business thing, I, I fully accept that. But I think the World Cup's, given our draw, it's kind of a poor metric. We're not Be, Because I think... Um, we lost four on the trot. No, th- yeah, we're absolutely Wait, not reading. Right? Like yeah. It's a poor metric, right? We're, we're, we should make the semi in terms of Wales, Fiji. You should beat them. And then it should be Argentina in the quarter. We should beat them. Let, let, let's let's be honest. Sure. It, sure. And then if he doesn't, is he giving himself the out? Oh, I picked the young pups. And okay, I'll even accept that. But you know what got me? John O'Lance replied to us on Twitter. And remember our chat with him, and he and he spoke to us about how absolutely gutting it was when he was fucked around to, to warm up and get ready for the World Cup. Don't play, let your hand heal, you're in the squad. And then he wasn't named. Mm. And thinking about how cruel that was to him, and even the, how the rawness he spoke with it, how real it still was. To think Eddie's just done that to fifteen blokes under a guise of, oh well, at least the pressure's off. Ah, I just, it's fucking cruel, man. It's cruel, but I don't have that much sympathy. Mate. You're a professional athlete. It's the nature of it all. Some days you're in, some days you're out. You get injured, you're out. It's yeah. harsh, man. But that's why they get paid these mozzes. I don't know. Part of it. The, the whole thing is fucking bananas. I'm on board. I'll, I'll go with the boys. I'll support the troops. But there's don't pass it off as intelligent. That's That bit annoys me. It's fucking nuts, mate. He's just figured we're shit. I'm picking some kids. That's all he's done. I mean, that's intelligence. That's experience. <laughs> is it? I don't know. Richard, yeah, where, where are you with this? It's here in four more years. It's in Australia. You see the Matildas, the weight that this has got. Like, if you really want Agreed. to bring the cash back. But do it six weeks ago. No, nah, he needed to justify and create the illusion of competition. I don't think he knew six weeks ago. I don't think he knew. You are devout Trump supporter. I don't reckon he knew, man. <laughs> I'm storming rugby HQ. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Richard. The boys are getting better. It's interesting on how I found out that that Jim is a devout Trump supporter. I think that's going to be the takeaway from this podcast. Look, I think in in answer to your question, is it crazy? Yes, it is. But it's also partly smart as well because if you'd have picked... There we go. Trump, 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 Trump. Trump, (laughs) Trump. Because if you picked... Don't pass it off as geniuses. That's all I want. That's all Uh, I want. Here we go. It's smart. Tell us why. Because the thing is, if you'd have picked him against um, earlier, again, in the two games against New Zealand, they would have lost. Okay, and everyone would have jumped on the bandwagon that it's not acceptable, and they would have, uh, everyone would have clamoured for the old old brigade. Okay, so that would have been. So he thought, right, well, you're going to lose the two games against New Zealand, you know, and if I am going to pick this squad, you're right in a pool that's got Fiji, Wales, Georgia, and Portugal, and England have played Wales the last two weeks, and England have been shit, but so Wales, 
you're right, you're going to get to a quarterfinal at least or maybe in a semifinal and momentum starts to build. Hang on, you can have your retort in a second. But the, the to, to your point, it is if you're going to make this change, then you make it right at the beginning of the competition. So when you do it, when you're playing the Springboks and you, you play, obviously, Argentina, and even to the point you get everyone in the squad, you have an extended squad, so you do it. So I think it's probably the crazy aspect is that Eddie Jones has gone in and gone, holy shit, this is not good. I even put, I felt bad for Jed Holloway. He's the poster boy of the, of the World Cup uh, um, poster literally with his shirt on and he's never actually going to get the shirt on. So I think it's a little bit column A, column B. It's crazy, but also smart at the same time. And I'll allow you two to decide where that. Uh, oh, I just hate the mental gymnastics you have to do to make it smart. He said, judge us on our performance. I'm not here to win the World Cup. I'm here to win every game. So he just lied to us then. And they were a trial, those four games. And yeah. had we won those and done shit at the World Cup, People would have defended him and said, well, we wanted results up front, and that's what Eddie delivered. Just the mental gymnastics we have to do to make him right all the time. Well, you're accusing him there of not wanting to win those games. That's not true at all. Well, that's what it sounded like. He didn't want to blood the young guys who he thinks is our best team because he didn't want them to lose because he always thought we were going to lose. I don't reckon he, but then I... You know what I'm saying? The fucking gymnastics we have to do to make Eddie sound smart is wearing... I think you're giving him too much credit, like it's some grand scheme. He didn't know six weeks ago what he was doing. You're telling me he does. I'm telling you he should have. Do I'm you, telling you you should three years out from a World Cup know what you're doing. Granted, he was coaching England three years ago. We fucked off our coach. But six weeks ago, he should have had a plan building up to the World Cup. And if that plan was to make guys tour and then not pick them, make old guys come back and return from injury and then not pick them, name five captains in six weeks, if that was the plan... <laughs> That's a fucking terrible plan. I'm still saying I support. I'm still saying I'm excited. I'm still saying there's a big future with these young pups. But calling it smart, I just can't do it. And watching the journos just twist their articles to make Eddie seem right. I'm excited by the youth. I'm excited by the squad. I feel sad for the old folks, but I will not wear it smart. That's, that's that's all I'm saying. To use your analogy of the gymnastics, how much do you reckon that you will somersault back into loving Eddie and thinking he's a genius in about two weeks' time? Absolutely. We beat Georgia, mate. Fucking <laughs> Eddie's the man. He knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what. And, of course, mate, that's the role of a fan, right? We sit here, we pick our own squads, how we would do it differently. Um, but it's, it's yeah, J- Jed Holloway, Michael Hooper, Quaid Cooper, I just don't feel Lenny Gattow. Uh, the one I feel for, the one I the feel one against for, Wilson, all of these guys. That, Wilson was never in the squad. Sure, but all of these guys, I mean, I, I did a list that were there with Rennie. I think there was nine that would have been on this plane if we didn't change coach. And you got to feel for him, man. It doesn't happen very often in your career at World Cup. And we get the same result if we were there or not there. We're losing in the semis. Fine. But do it. Three months ago, and don't change captain every part of part of his. Not that he had a no. He would have had an interview. He would have outlined a plan that he had leading into the World Cup. There we go. But to remain loyal to that plan after getting your ass spanked four games in a row would have been the wrong decision. So he's made a, a genius call <laughs> by getting the youth in the squad and giving them a crack at a World Cup before in four years' time. When money, real money, is at stake, real domestic GDP shit is at stake which is what rugby needs in Australia. Oh, I love it. Let's get into individuals then, building up. Let's like, r- rather than talk broadly, and I just want to caveat it with this. I feel 
bad. I'm not targeting these players. Some of them, like Donaldson, we haven't watched play for months, and <laughs> I feel like everyone's hanging a shit on him, and and we will in a few moments. And it's rough, mate. It's not their fault they're getting picked. Um, but in, in what world, in what world is Ben Donaldson making that squad? He couldn't. He wasn't the Tars' first choice five high, fly half last year. No, they didn't bother to keep him. They told him there's no money. Go to Perth. He's off to the force next year. He's played maybe a half of good rugby at super rugby level. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking. I get it. He plays for Ramwick. Teddy's old club. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Vunavalo, I I drank the Kool Aid. He's never had a good ten minutes of rugby <laughs> in his life. What's he doing on that plane? It's uh, Kemeny. Fucking come on. Think of the quality. You've left Michael Hooper at home, but Kemeny's on that plane. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, Leo Asa finds, I really rate him. I think he's a big prospect. Has he ever had a good game of Super Rugby from start to finish? Not a good 80. He's playing Perth Club Rugby last week. I could play Perth Club Rugby. Well, 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 well. No, you couldn't. What are we talking about here? There are some guy, Jordan Useless. You're kidding, aren't you? When was the last good game of rugby he played? Like, say what you like about picking the young. There is at least a handful of blokes that have no business being on that plane and won't be in the Wallabies when we play the Lions in two years and won't be in the Wallabies when we play the next World Cup in four. Like your Carter Gordons, your Tom Hoopers, your Frosts, even your Shoop, I would have picked CO, but even your Shoop, I see the upside, I see the age, I see the potential, I see you bringing through. There are some other blokes named in there. I legitimately don't see it. Shoop scrummaged well in the Super Rugby. He did? He did? I'd... I think all those names you just mentioned, your Kemeny, your Vunavalu, your Ben Donaldson. Your Lisi. No rights. You only see more rights because he's been in and around the squad. Yeah, at least he's played. But the other three, mate, have been on the boo. I just said that's fucking mental, particularly with the names that you'd replace them with. It's mental. Like, think of the guys at home not going over there. Um, and I don't know. The, the cynic in me says, does Eddie just like control? And if he's got a bunch of 25-year-olds that have never had another international coach, he can control and mould them however Eddie likes. And it, he's not tainted by their egos or previous coaches Loyalists. or the way things used to be done. He's got a blank sheet to call. Like, I wonder if Quaid was like that. He seemed to really gel with Rennie. Um, and whenever they played together, Quaid played well. Maybe Eddie and Quaid, there's a game plan butting of heads there. What do you reckon, Rich? I just think it's hilarious. If this was England, you two would be lapping this up like nobody's business, no? Of course, because they would have picked a shit squad. It would be great. You can't <laughs> tell me any of those blokes object because people want to argue form now. That's why Eddie's picked these players about form. Those guys are just names. When have they put three good games? The starting 15's form. Fine, fine. I mean, the only argument I can make here, and I'll stop interjecting, is Eddie did say, yeah. this is the Trump-Eddie rhetoric, that you pick the best 23 and then you pick the next best 10 blokes who are good for the squad and good for training. Mm. So has he picked his 23 and then he's just picked 10 guys that will train hard? He even referred to all the injuries that happened in the rugby championship and how this squad is going to happen when we get to the World Cup too. So Hooper could be on a plane. I mean, but those that's QAnon shit. Like he's picked it knowing Ikatao will come back in. 
and hope it will come in. Like the the, the the weird conspiracy theories that I've read. Patel must be like straight up. He was the only good back against the box. He's been the only good back for three years. But that must be some injury related shit. Yeah, he broke his shoulder. But the, what I can't work out, okay, he's out because he broke his shoulder, but Samu's in and he broke his hand. There's a bit of a difference between a shoulder and a hand, you know. That. I think Iketel's due to be back a week earlier than Samu mm. on the injury thing. But, yes, I know what you're saying. And then you've but got... But you saw the prep. Tong and Thor, he's out. Pattaya's out. They're all injured. Jorgensen's out. They're all still injured. They can't train. So they weren't able to be picked. But other guys were left out. with like the, the, Just the contradictions just pile up. See, I think the biggest thing for me, and look, and I understand you might both shoot this down, it is what it is in terms of the players that, that you've picked and who you've missed out. My quandary or question to you is is actually the makeup of it because I feel like it lacks uh, variety. Um, if you look at the lack of depth of utility players, like Donaldson, as you mentioned, is pretty much going to play in every every game. He's going to be on the bench as a as a backup because you don't have a replacement ten. Um, so he's going to have to bench it. So I think it, it shows a bit of short sightedness. Um, and then it limits the bench options as well. Um, and even just the makeup of uh, of centres. Um, again, centres is a position where you're very well stopped, but again, um, it's just the, the lack of variety. Um, so I think just the, the, the makeup would take the players out of it, but positional makeup is also a question mark. And no goal kicker. Donaldson's a big goal kicker. <laughs> <laughs> like... Carter Gordon's a an a middling super rugby goal kicker. Mm. He didn't kick for the Rebels. Yeah. And you, so we're going to the World Cup with Carter Gordon to kick our goals, Skelton to captain playing 40 minutes a game, 10 blokes that have never won a test match. I'm supporting. I'm on board. I hope they rip and lift the trophy. I just think we're we're set up for a for a failure. And yeah, maybe we're preparing for two years. That doesn't really wash for me, and I, I tell you what, it wouldn't wash for me if I fucking was competing for a Wallaby jersey, and I found out I lost because we're preparing for two years' time. Hmm. I, I mean, try explain that to Jed Holloway right now. It's just, yeah, as, as Jim, to Jim's point, it's it's elite sport. You got to prepare yourself for that. It, it's it is what it is. You know, you, you you feel for him, but it is. It's the cutthroat nature of it. But he's not the only one. Oh, he's glad, man. You what? Sorry. Not kids club. No, exactly. Um, but it, it's interesting though that, that as again going back to the makeup, you look at the, the the three scrum half selections. They all play slightly different. Um, you know the back row makeup. It, it, it's interesting to see what he actually thinks is his best twenty three. Not necessarily fifteen, because you see um, he probably knows that. But the the, the makeup of the twenty three is the interesting one. And if I said see what that twenty three is against France, will he show his entire hand? Um, or will he, uh, you know, play a bit of poker and, and hold on to it for those for that pool game? Poker, he's a genius. But that's it's just, just more Eddie nonsense. Just pick the best team and fucking win a game of rugby. I'm sick of losing and, like, doing cartwheels to say how it's good in the long term. Maybe it will be he'll pick his 23 and this will be his 23 for the next four years, with obviously injuries aside. And it yeah. can back in and what have you. Maybe that will be the genius of him. And I think that's what Wallaby fans are clinging to, right? We make the semi and you stick with your squad for the next two years. Clinging mm. um, something. Yeah. It's, it's pretty nuts though, right? Yeah. 
what is there between the two of you? What is the uh, the fifteen um, for France in two weeks' time or a week's time, whenever it might be? Um, I, I, what will it be? No, what do you think? Well, either or from that squad of the, that's been named. I reckon it's got to be the fifteen that'll start. It'll be Bell, Parecki, Tupo, Rowe. But Tupo will be injured, won't he? Yeah, so it'll be, well, yeah, all Pone. Shoot, get shoot on. Um, and then the row will be Skelton and Frost, Arnold off the bench. The back row, I think, will be McWright, Hooper, Valentini. Halves, the blonde boys, centres, Karevi if he's fit, Pattaya, then Noang and Itawasi, Korobedi, Callaway. I mean, that's the that's the 15, right? It's not a bad 15. As I know it, it is, yeah. Um, you have the talk of the town, Jim, so you must be the right. And I mean that—that's you could argue in in Eddie's favour if that fifteen stays fit. Well, maybe that would have been the fifteen, regardless of what the other eighteen spots in the squad is. And, and we're arguing around the edges here, um, but it's kind of nuts that Tate Carter and Tom Hooper have all cemented a spot with one good game against New Zealand. Mm. Well, maybe it'll be two against France, and then they will have truly cemented their place in there. But they, let's be honest, we've argued about a 10 position for a while, and you think I, I don't, but I do like Quay Cooper, but I, he was never the long-term option, so at least I'm glad they're going with Carter Gordon. Yeah, and maybe Noah being in Toulon is all part of the conspiracy theory. Is Carter Gordon, in your eyes, the, the best pick of all the coming through 10s? Yeah, he's for me. Yeah, he is for me too. I'd love. Did to... you think that before this championship series? Yeah. So we actually we did a podcast. We 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 picked her, and I think we both picked Carter Gordon to to be in the to be the starting ten. Um, by by the time we got to the World Cup, I think. So I think we we projected forward on on an earlier podcast. So yes, um, I think the 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 shame is we haven't seen Edmed Harrison Pasatoa or Liner have a full season of Super Rugby at 10 yet. Um, no, and as a result, that's why it has to be Carter Gordon. Yeah, that's why it is Carter Gordon. But it's a, it's a great crop coming through, mm-hmm. um, and you've still got Noah there at the Brumbies. Fine, I, Donaldson's behind all of them for me. But my Donaldson theory is um, we're doing an all-black 2015 thing. Just want a, want a, a Donald that doesn't belong there to come on and kick the winning goal. Mm-hmm. That's the best I've offered, Joe. <laughs> At least you're, uh, if you if you're in a World Cup final, you need Donaldson to to kick the winning goal like before. Then good luck to you. But he does. Be my favourite player forever. I oh, fuck. I feel bad for that kid though. Like I feel like they're setting him up to be crucified. I don't reckon he get much play time. He'll first whoever the lower tier nation is in our pool. But he has to be on the bench because no one has to play ten in the squad. He has to be on the bench every game. Has to because there's not a single ten in the squad. Kemeny, running around at ten. Kemeny certainly a chance at ten. It's this squad's mental, <laughs> um, mental. Mm. But let's go, let's go. Yeah, fire up. I mean, is it? Fuck. It's so mental though. Even like they pick the youth. Well, all right, pick the guys who won the under twenty World Cup. The I'm Lundigan. just so we'll resigned see. to the semi final bow out that it is all inconsequential. I take it. I'm resigned to the quarter final bow out. <laughs> No way. Do we beat Wales in the pool stages? Yeah, Wales are. I think we Wales do. Are I, a I, I think we do with this 15. I reckon we are one prop injury away, away from not 
winning all our poor guys. I don't reckon you're giving super much. <laughs> like, just pick Scott Seo. Like, why are we just back in non-gore and shit? Yeah. Why? But that one game that's in Bruce, crazy. that one game in Bruce for the Brumbies, he played well. I'll back him. <laughs> like, that's the body of work we're going off here. It's mental. <laughs> it's mental. Um, I don't know. I reckon we're, we're one prop injury or one fly half injury, touch wood, touch wood. Away from this thing, fucking falling over for a house of cards. But everyone stays fit. Eddie gets a month with them. Who knows? Yeah, it, look again. Being on the side of the draw, you are. You, you could still make the final. You got to think about it. It's, it's South Africa. Be, who do we come up against? The, sem- the quarters of the Argentina. I think if it all goes to script, isn't it? Quarters is Argentina, but well, semi. This break will be England in the quarterfinals because Argentina will finish top of that pool. Um. Fuck, that'd be ju- that's a juicy fixture. But semis, say we beat, we get through the quarters. Who are we to to, to come up against? They'll be on the other side of the draw, so it'll either be South Africa, Ireland, New Zealand, or France. So it'll be all over, Jim. <laughs> no, it won't be. Like <laughs> if you you can't tell me the fact that if that you wouldn't back yourself in a one-off game, the other team, the other teams have gone through. Uh, you know, they've hardened them against any of those teams. You're right, mate. <laughs> On our day. On your day. Yeah, on your day. Only you fly half, Donaldson at fullback, Vunavalo on the wing. That's it. <laughs> Ulysses chucking it in. We got this. Again, in a two-horse race. Two packing down. Win. Like but at it. least Eddie won't have any dissent, and that's what's important. Didn't the Bockies go into the 2019 World Cup pretty much in a similar situation to you, and they made it? Or even the, their other time they won, they were on a weak side of the draw and they got through. And you could that could be yeah. right, <laughs> great. We're winning it via concession. Um, oh, at least England shit too. Yeah, they so, suck. So comfort knowing that. Yeah, I got no comment to that. That's true. <laughs> um, France and Scotland played a belter on the weekend. Yeah, Scotland. Are, uh, it was France's. Uh, um, Legit side. I saw DuPont put a bomb up. The ball came down deflated. That's how hard he kicked it. I'm not kidding. Really? Yeah. Scottish fullback caught it. It was deflated. That's <laughs> how DuPont is at football. <laughs> Must have been a Gary Allen. Um, Scotland look legit, though, at the moment, don't they? Yeah. Um, and there was a thing about that the fifth-ranked team in the world has made the final in the last umpteen years, and they're the fifth-ranked team. Well, that's going to not going to last but um yeah scotland are legit and obviously it's a good contest for france moving forward and um and they are obviously obviously denied a big comeback win so yeah great game of rugby and we'll see if nothing else it's a fucking exciting world cup the brand of rugby being played right now is pretty good Mm. the teams are probably honestly my whole life i don't reckon since 2003 i've never just thought new zealand was winning it this is probably the first one where I'm like, shit, it could go anyway. Mm. I know they haven't won all of those, but every World Cup I felt like I was what do you, New Zealand's to lose. I genuinely, this is super exciting. What's everyone's plan for the timings of it all? Are you getting up for all the big blockbusters? Are you going to do the replays or what? Obviously, as a rugby podcast, Jim, we would be watching every game live. What are you doing, man? Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I certainly plan on it. They don't come around very often. I'm up for the blockbusters. I reckon I'm up for all of the Wallabies. 
Oh, there's so many blockbusters, though. There's a lot of blockbusters. There is no way you will be up for every Wallaby game. No, because the fucking Georgia Portugal ones are the only ones I can watch without having a heart attack. <laughs> they're, the, they're the picks, mate. It's oh. getting back to sleep after it, though. That's what's hard. At yeah. 2.45, you will not be up to watch Australia and Portugal. I reckon I might be, Rich. I'll send you a photo. <laughs> I look forward to that on the 2nd of October for that with that picture. I think that's middle of school holidays anyway. Is it? Yeah. So I'll be sending you a photo. Yeah, I look forward to the photo with the beer in her hand, yes? Sure. Yenda. <laughs> that, that's one, that, that was the thing, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the thing. If you're a beer sponsor out there, look us up for the World Cup. That'd be nice. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks. Wild for your sport. Yeah.